I'm Sid. And I'm Jess. And, and this, this is, is the Book Boyfriend Project. Project. So, today is our June bonus episode. A day late. Yeah. <laughs> we we kind of forgot. <laughs> yeah, we completely forgot that we didn't record this. Mm-hmm. So, this is... what we're doing today. Usually we have, like, a fallout planning session the last Sunday of the month, but since the last Sunday of May was Memorial Day weekend, I was gone camping. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just skipped it and thought we, we thought we were good because I was like, oh, we have all these episodes done and it just I woke up today and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. we forgot something. <laughs> yep. So, um, first things first, our monthly review books. Uh, the first one, well, I don't actually know what order these are gonna go up in. Um, the ebook review mm-hmm. that we're going to be doing is um people we meet on vacation by emily henry and i am super excited for that book i pre-ordered it it came out middle of may and i've been dying to start it mm-hmm. um so sid and i are actually starting to read that one this week yeah this one just sounds like the perfect like summer beach read that's mm-hmm. what i'm super excited about and that's kind of what we're all about this uh, month mm-hmm. as we roll into the first month of summer technically Mm -hmm. starting june 21st yeah we're thinking about doing a um like summer reads little mini series of some of our favorite books to read in the summer but probably not until july all right so we'll have more information about that in a couple weeks um so let's get to the little blurb about people we meet on vacation Poppy and Alex, Alex and Poppy. They have nothing in common. She's a wild child, he wears khakis. She has an insatiable wanderlust, he prefers to stay home with a book. And somehow, ever since a fateful car share home from college many years ago, they are the very best of friends. For most of the year, they live apart. She's in New York City, and he's in their small hometown. But every summer, for a decade, they have taken one glorious week of vacation together. Until two years ago, when they ruined everything. They haven't spoken since. Poppy has everything she would want, but she's stuck in a rut. When someone asked her when she was last truly happy, she knows without a doubt it was on the ill-fated final trip with Alex. And so she decides to convince her best friend to take one more vacation together, lay everything on the table, make it all right. Miraculously, he agrees. Now she has a week to fix everything, if only she can get around the one big truth that has always stood quietly in the middle of their seemingly perfect relationship. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, I'm so excited for this. I'm like... 10 out of 10 don't understand how they're not a couple or how they weren't a couple. Yeah. Or maybe, like, they had a one-night stand kind of thing. And that's, that's what, what I'm kind of thinking. Or, like, maybe he slept with her sister because, like, her sister came on the trip or something. I don't know if she has a sister. Maybe he has a brother and she slept with the brother and, mm-hmm. like, that ruined it. I don't know. Or like maybe Why his do I brother think... broke her heart 10,000 years ago. Why do I think sex is what ruined this? No idea. It's a popular but plot line. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one's going to be really cute, though. Yes. I'm super, super excited for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, our audiobook review is going to be the Beachfront Bakery, a killer cupcake by Fiona Grace. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be her debut novel. And it is. I don't know when this was released. Hoopla does not give. Oh, it was released in 2020. Okay, so it's like brand spanking new. So it's very, very new. I think very new author. I think this is part of like the cozy mystery genre. I'm reading another book right now, which we'll talk about in a second. But I'm kind of really digging this genre. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, Allison Sweet, 34, is a sous chef in Los Angeles, has had it up to here with demeaning customers, her demanding boss, and her failed love life. After a shocking incident, she realizes the time has come to start life fresh and follow her lifelong dream of moving to a small town and opening a bakery of her own. Girl, why is moving to a small town and opening a bakery your, like your dream? I don't know. Like, I get opening a bakery. Baked mm. goods are delicious. They're awesome. I would love to be surrounded by the smell of sugar and flour mm-hmm. and baking pastries all day long. Mm-hmm. But why in a small town? I hate uh, small because towns. Because it's fictional small towns. Fictional small towns are fantastic. Real small towns are ridiculous. The worst. Uh-huh. So, when Allison spots a charming vacant storefront on the boardwalk near Venice, she wonders if she could really start life anew. Feeling like it's a sign and a time to take a chance in life, she goes for it. Yet, Allison did not anticipate the wild ride ahead of her. The boardwalk, filled with fun and outrageous characters, is pulsing with life. From the Italian pizzeria owners on either side of her who vie for her affection, to the fortune tellers <laughs> and scheming rival bakery owner nearby. Allison yearns to just focus on her delicious new pastry recipes and keep her struggling bakery afloat. But when a murder occurs right near her shop, everything changes. Implicated, her entire future at stake, Allison has no choice but to investigate to clear her name. As an orphan dog wanders into her life, a devoted new sidekick with a knack for solving mysteries, she starts her search. Will they find the killer? And can her struggling bakery survive? Hmm. I love it. It's going to be so cute. I'm super excited for this one. I don't know how this one could possibly not make it to at least three and a half stars. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it right now. Unless it's like horrifyingly cheesy. I mean, it's an audiobook, so I think I could even put up with horrifyingly True. cheesy. True. At this point. Yeah. Um, this one sounds super cute. I'm, I'm really excited to read it. Mm-hmm. Me too. What are you currently reading, Sid? Um, so I'm currently reading Adobo and Arsenic by, I have to look at the author's name, this is the first book I've read from her, um, but as I said, it's kind of part of that cozy mystery genre, and I'm absolutely obsessed, um, it's by Mia P. Menensala, um, so this one follows Lila Makapagal, um, and she has moved home after this horrible breakup, and she's working in her family's, uh, Philippine, Filipino restaurant, Mm -hmm. um, and suddenly, this, uh, ex-boyfriend of hers, he's kind of, like, turned into a food critic, like, dies in their restaurant, and so, of course, like, she's the number one suspect because they had a checkered past, and he's been giving her family's restaurant, like, really terrible reviews, um, and I'm really, really enjoying this one so far. I requested it from the library quite a while ago, and it took a couple weeks to get in, but I really just dove into it this weekend, and it's super cute. I think it's the first one in this series, so I'm looking forward to getting some more from this author in kind of this similar format. Because, like, this isn't another one of those, like, cutesy small towns, not like mm-hmm. a real small town, mm-hmm. with, like, lots of yummy restaurants with lots of character. Yeah, you've always been super into, like, the cozy small town vibes in books. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why either. Um, when you were determined to, like, take a trip to small town Alaska, I was getting a little concerned that I thought <laughs> I might have to have an intervention with you. No. Um, so. What are you reading? I'm currently reading the fifth book in the... Dragon Blood, Dark Fae series by Lindsay Hall. I started the series uh, maybe a couple months ago and I read like the f- 
first two books really quickly and then started the third book and then so many other things just like took my attention away from it so I restarted those um this past week read the third one finished it read the fourth one really really quickly (laughs) and now I'm in the fifth one the main love interest is cursed and now I'm just sad and I'm dragging it out because I don't want to deal with him being cursed is there another one past this one no or is it this is where it stops this is the final book in the series oh yeah so it's not gonna be a happy ending or at least I the don't ending that you want. No. I'm halfway through and they haven't found a cure for this supposedly incurable curse. And it's making me upset. Mm, if they haven't made progress. And they're also supposed to be fated mates. Which I'm also like, well, like, you're a fated mate. So obviously you have to fix this, right? They're going down the comment. Like, you have to fix it. They have to. Like, there's no other option. No. Or I'm giving her multiple bad reviews on everything. Uh, I think that's very vindictive. <laughs> Don't give me a faded matrope and not give me a happy ending. Yeah. That's but just bad taste as an author. That's true. That's true. So we shall see. Yeah. So are there any books you're currently stalking waiting for oh them my to gosh. release? Um, so today is technically the first. The first book that I'm stalking in the month releases on the 4th. It is the second book in, it's by Kitty Cox. I was super, super into it. Um, I think I reviewed the first book in um, the Speedy Reviews either this past month or the month before. The second book is called Converge, and it's the second book in the Shades of Trouble series. Mm -hmm. I feel like Um, you just talked about this one, like, a lot in a recent episode. Was it our speedy reviews? I think it was. Yeah. But this book was so, so good. It ended on a cliffhanger. I was super, super annoyed. So I'm super excited that um, Friday is June 4th, Mm -hmm. and I will have all weekend to read this beauty. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to be up to the lake. You can sit your boat on the dock with me, and we'll just read for mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then That Promise by Jillian Dodd releases June 8th, which means I get another book release next week, which mm-hmm. I'm super excited about. So That's in the, like, That Boy spinoff. Mm-hmm. Spinoff, right? Yeah. The double spinoff. Yeah. It's in the, um... It's like the third... It's like the third... Because the way that the That Boy works is there was an original trilogy, and then there was a spin-off duology, and then there's this, like, spin-off. She says there's going to be at least three books, mm-hmm. if not, like, four or five in this series. Yeah. Um, and it's up the kids from the first two couples. Mm-hmm. That will be so good. And I, I'm just, I'm super excited. It's the second book in that little, like, mm-hmm. in this next, like, generation. Mm-hmm. It'll be cute. So I'm excited. I don't have a book stock this month. I feel like all the books that I've been really excited about um, that are coming out re- or sooner than later are in July. So I'll have some more for next month. Yeah. And I don't know that I have any books releasing in July. No. Mm-mm. It's just how the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. The publishing cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we talk about? We don't really have any uh, super unique episodes coming out other than... We're restarting our Y Rewind series. We plan to start it a little bit, like, maybe a week ago. Yeah, but it just, it'll start it next week. Happen. It just didn't happen. Yeah. 
So that'll be really soon. We've got a lot of reviews this month. Well, those are just kind of discussion reviews, but we've got a lot of books to talk about this month. And then we're also going to be covering the Shadow and Bone Netflix series. We're not really going to do like a super in-depth comparison, just more of a lighthearted discussion because I feel like it's been out long enough that you guys probably are over the in-depth comparison. Um, but otherwise, I think it's pretty much just business as usual here. Mm-hmm. And then we like to round out this episode with a little bit of just, like, a chatty portion. Mm-hmm. Um, today's topic is book covers. So, first of all, do you prefer paperback or hardcover books? Uh, see, there's... There, so, a hardcover book cover mm-hmm. is so much prettier mm-hmm. it's so like nice to like pet and just like it's nice mm-hmm. to hold mm-hmm. reading a hardcover and struggling through the whole like attempting to like keep it open and like have that binding like have that cracking sound and mm-hmm. like you know I feel like there's more weight to a hardcover so it's a little bit more pressure to actually like, keep it open as you're reading Maybe yeah. that's just me because I'm used to an ebook that I don't have to keep open. Oh no, I totally agree. Um, so reading wise, I'd prefer to read a paperback. Mm-hmm. Looking at wise, I'd prefer a hardcover. Yeah, I think I would have to agree. I tend to lean more towards paperback because they're usually cheaper. Well, unless they're on book outlet, and then like everything's fair game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, paperbacks are just easier to read. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, I was sitting, um, I went camping this past weekend and so I had lots of time to read and I was sitting and I was laying down and I'm like, man, I kind of like missed my Kindle because like even though I was reading paperback, it's still like... It's heavy. It's awkward. And it's hard to keep open. Yeah. So like unless you're like sitting up and reading, like laying down and reading is just hard. Mm-hmm. Unless you're reading an ebook. Yes. So that is why my little 12-year-old heart got very attached to ebooks, and now adult me has trouble reading anything but ebooks you're converting me i know it's so much easier it plus, really is plus you can have like 25 books downloaded all at your fingertips and it's like two pounds yeah that's of machinery i feel like that's really what sold me on it yeah because like i mean as a like teenager when i lived at home i really didn't love ebooks my library had like kindles that you could check out and books on there that read. is so amazing yeah it was our high school library Oh my god. So that was really great. So I like was exposed to ebooks that way, but I wasn't really in love with it. I don't know if it was just because I didn't like that generation of Kindle or what was what the deal was with that. Um, so like I'd been exposed to them. I hate I don't really like reading on my phone. I'll do it if I have to, but like it's really not my favorite. Um, but what really drew me to it is now that I'm an adult and now that we're kind of in this very transitory stage in our life where like moving is something that happens like every couple of years Mm -hmm. um the idea of like buying large heavy books to haul around is not as thrilling as it once was like I'm never gonna stop buying books but like I think twice about it now you do yeah (laughs) nice yeah Oh, I guess one episode that we do have that's kind of interesting is we're having an overflowing bookshelf um, check-in, which we started this in, like, 
February or was it March? I think it was March. Um, Jess and I have a lot of books on our bookshelf because we did some book outlet shopping and some like Dollar Tree book shopping that we haven't exactly read. And so kind of the whole goal with this little mini series was to read more of those books. We set some goals initially that we'll check back in in that episode. Um, but we thought that would be like super short because neither of us have really tackled too many. <laughs> I think I've tackled two. Yeah, I'm gonna, lie. I'm gonna I've have to go two. home and check and see where I'm at. I think I tackled two. Um, <laughs> but so we're gonna do that little check in, and then I also thought it would be fun to include some just like general reading stats um, for how much we've read this year because like I've shared a little bit on our social media platforms about like where we're at with our Goodreads goal and things like that, but I think it would be fun to dive a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so also on the whole like book cover thing, what draws you to book covers? I know you've mentioned your um, stick figure drawings or like your, not stick figures. I know, they're just like drawn covers. Yeah, like the drawn covers. I fall for those literally every time. Mm -hmm. Every single time. Um, I also really like like ball gowns Mm. on the front of covers. I feel like that's like my YA catnip on a cover. <laughs> See, I I don't know that I'm really into like the ball gowns so much as I am the crowns. If there's a crown on the cover, mm-hmm. that makes me really happy. Bonus points if it's a crown made out of like brilliant, like vibrant colors. Like if it's like a crown made out of like pinks and purples or like greens and blues, it just mm-hmm. draws it to me so much more. I feel like you're really attracted to like covers that are vibrant but have the like a really dark background yeah that's really your jam yeah it is i'm thinking because currently i have like a five shelf like black bookcase um that's kind of tall and i don't i don't know if i want to keep with the tall bookcases but i think i want my next one to be white Mm -hmm. because then i feel like it'll display like my darker colored books better oh well they're just kind of get lost Cause they get lost in the blackness right now. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And is there anything specific in a book cover that like turns you off from that book, mm-hmm. or that makes you like skeptical of it? Because mm-hmm. I always read the back of something, but like there are certain things that like if I saw that on a shelf next to like some a cover that had like a drawn cover or like a big ass dress that I would like probably choose the other one I don't think so because I definitely have something and I don't quite understand why I mean if it's like a super boring cover and it kind of just has like the letters and there's nothing like drawn on it I'm probably not gonna buy it like if it's not decorated I'm probably just going to buy the kindle book yeah like that's fair. I don't know, like, I feel like as I've grown older, just having, like, half-naked females mm-hmm. on the cover has been, like, kind of turn-off for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of YA books, like, you'll have them, like, dressed up and, like, I don't know, if they're in, like, skimpy clothes or if they're in, like, a, like a cheerleading kind of outfit, it's mm-hmm. not my thing. Yeah. Ooh, females that are dressed in, like, black leather... Mm-hmm. Or that have, like, throwing stars or, like, swords or, like, something really sharp. <laughs> That's my jam. That's your I jam. I love that. 
Mm-hmm. I can't even think of a book cover where that is happening. I can think of several. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, we are not reading the same books. They're all Kindle books that I have yeah. that have them. But like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like weirdly, like a huge turnoff for me with book covers is like half naked men on the cover, and I don't understand why. I feel like sometimes I just equate that to like trashy romance novels, which is what I love. But like, I want them to be good trashy romance novels. I have multiple books with half naked men on them that like. Oh, I know. They're good. Trashy They're good. Romance novels. They're good. I've read good ones too, but like for some reason that's immediately like a, like an, you know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that is going to round out this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have any like, I don't know, like chatty prompts you want us to discuss, mm-hmm. definitely like comment those. We love to hear it. If you have, like, specific questions that you want to know about us, just let us know. Yes. And I think that's it. We hope that you guys are as excited for what's to come in the month of June as we are. And we hope that you have a great rest of your day.